0: Hey, Shaday and welcome to I Just Called to Say. That's the comedic, reliving, and truth-telling podcast where folks call in, confront, and set the record straight on stories that have stuck with them throughout time, hosted by two Southern ladies, Colleen Rast and myself, Megan Pugh. Keep up with us on Instagram and Facebook at I Just Called to Say podcast. Also, tell your friends, your mamas and your babysitters about the podcast and they can subscribe and leave us a review anywhere podcasts can be heard. Now, are you interested in telling your story on the show? Because if so, join in on all the shenanigans easily by leaving us a voicemail. Feel free to rant, rave, reminisce on anything, thing hunty. You know, those stories that pop into your head while you're standing in front of the microwave waiting on your food and you're just like, mm, damn, why, why does it still creep? Yeah. I wanna know those stories. Yeah, 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 yeah. Share those stories. We want to cringe laugh at your pain too. Mm-hmm. Simply click the link in the description of this episode or click the link in the bio on our Instagram. Alright, I just called to say 2019 has been wild. your girls had a wild year. Colleen started planning her destination wedding while I made plans for BravoCon in NYC. Now Allow us to reminisce with a couple of guest callers. Beep, beep. I just called to say Remember when I just called to say, Thank you for that time. What had happened was, really Sorry I'm so late. <laughs> Girl, don't even worry about it. It'd be like that. Honestly, this gave me time to catch up on one of your recommendations because you're just full of them. And it was Billy on the street and I am getting my life. It is so good. He's so extra and I'm living for it. I like how mean he is to everybody.
1: Miss, have you gotten your Madonna tickets yet? Hell no. Why? Because I can't afford them.
0: Why not?
1: Because I live in New York and I'm going to be 64 and I have no health insurance. I don't ask for your whole life story. Tough
2: shit. Oh, fuck you.
0: (laughs) Right? I am like, just the audacity to just like shut some of these random people down on the street. It's hilarious. Yeah, she's like, no, no. <laughs> oh my God. And he has like the craziest uh-huh. yell. I'm like, his yelling is hilarious.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like, usually when Billy Eichmere has been presented to me, I've been like, I don't really like him. He's kind of screamy. But like in this arena, I'm like, this is correct. I'm like, I'm into
0: it. What else has he been in? Parks
1: and Rec, difficult people, flying did you say Lion King? Yeah. Like the remake? Yeah, he's Timon.
0: <laughs> I don't know why I thought Timon. No, Seth Rungid was Puma.
1: Puma? Yes, and it's a base missed opportunity because it totally should have been Titus Burgess. I think about this all the time.
0: Titus, yes. Should have been Puma. Oh my gosh, Titus. Typical- we don't deserve Titus.
1: Exactly. A typical stoner
0: white dude. Just like, yeah, I'm a little Should have been
1: type of. Meanwhile, Pinot Noir, mid-sized car. <laughs>
0: Pinot Noir. What'd you have for dinner? Oof.
1: Let me tell you about it. Um, muscles.
0: Ooh, girl. I he know. was in the kitchen.
1: Yes. That's why it took so long. It's just like, really doing it muscles actually take like four minutes but french fries actually take like
0: 40
1: minutes so it's very yeah. hard
0: to pace that meal mm-hmm. so. it's all in the timing it's all in the timing
1: you have for dinner?
0: um i just ate a half a block of cheese
1: <laughs>
0: and i'm sipping up a glass of wine so you uh, know
1: that's beautiful
0: i'm gonna call myself very european um so do you want the good that's news or the bad news Uh, bad news first. Bad news is, I will be in Becky's wedding the same day as your wedding. (gasps) Oh no! But the good news is, your save the dates are adorable and the note that you put on that postcard is too sweet. I'm
1: gonna kill Becky. I obviously hate her and I'm sending her one thousand bad wishes, but she's counterbalanced by the fact that she has you in her wedding, so she's fine.
0: Oh I'm days. like, oh I'm so sorry I'm gonna miss your beautiful Mexico wedding, but I'm gonna be in the beautiful upstate New York.
1: <laughs> I competitively have to say that my wedding will be better. <laughs>
0: Oh, that's hilarious. I love that. She's so competitive.
1: So competitive. I know that. (laughs) Poor Mac. However, her wedding would be pretty
0: cool because you're there. So I'm
1: happy for her and I'm sad for myself.
0: (laughs) I'm so bummed that I'm going to miss it. I was like, two of my favorite people. Of course, my two favorite people pick the same date. Just it would happen that way.
1: Don't worry. My wedding's a freaking bitch to travel to. There is like, if you flew, flew in as close as you possibly could, it's still an hour and a half away. Like it's not a simple time.
0: How did y'all come to the conclusion of a destination wedding?
1: Uh, we tried to plan like eight domestic weddings and they were all really <laughs> annoying. So we we're like, you know what? Screw this.
0: Well, you know, there are a couple of notable housewives who've had destination weddings, like Camille from Beverly Hills during that Hawaii one. Yes. The wedding that no one wanted to go to, basically. Mm -hmm. And then we've got Danielle from New Jersey in the Bahamas. Okay. Okay. So Danielle Staub and Camille are my brethren. But at BravoCon, Stassi announced that hers is going to be a destination wedding in Italy. So, you know. I knew it would be in Italy.
1: I knew hers would be in Italy.
0: That's is a hundred percent correct. She's coming correct on that. So, you know, you and Stassi are kindred spirits.
1: Who was your favorite Bravo celebrity that
0: you met at BravoCon? Who really,
1: like, give me the, like, who, um, unexpected surprise.
0: Unexpected surprise. Okay, well, I truly got my life at Dorinda Medley's workout class, her aerobics Mm -hmm. class. On the Sunday morning was everything. She looked so good, but weirdly enough, it wasn't Dorinda that truly made the workout class for Mm -hmm. me. It was the man who was teaching the class with her from the episode, (laughs) like the actual aerobics instructor. I believe his name is John. Um, He's amazing. Like I was front row in the class, just like classic, like me. Like I'm like I gotta get to the front on this shit, Mm -hmm. and. A lot of people wore jeans. So I was like, okay, clearly you did not come to take this serious. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And then like a couple of the people who like came in like, you know, colorful workout Mm -hmm. wear. But I was in the front and I'm like making eye contact with John as we're like pelvic thrusting. And I'm like, yeah, John, feel the burn. I love it, I love it, I love it, I love it. Uh, Dorinda looked
1: hella skinny. Now stretch your hands and push it up.
2: Two times in front and push it out.
0: Hold and hold, lift up two inches. She looks amazing. And then when she took her top off and she just had like, her sports bra on, I was like, okay, sis, showing off. I see you, Dorinda. Then, even more interesting fact, Becky, who, you know, I'm crashing with my best friend who lives here in the city, who was couch I'm living on. Mm-hmm. She was on the same flight coming back from LA to New York with all the housewives who were headed to BravoCon. And
1: oh my God. there were
0: Vanderpump people <gasps> on her plane. And apparently, ooh, ciao. Who turned on the air conditioning? Because I feel a vent coming on. I Just Called to Vent is your safe place segment to rant and rave about anyone or anything. And I promise you, Colleen and I won't judge you. Feel free to submit your vents. We would love to have you on the
3: show. I Just Called to say... I didn't go to BravoCon, but I did fly Bravo Airlines. Who Who was on your flight? Who wasn't on my flight? (laughs) So first of all, I was flying from L.A. to New York, 6 a.m. Delta flight. I'm in my pajamas. I get there, and I see this girl next to me that looks really familiar, and I realize it's Raquel from Vanderpump Rules. And guess who is next to her? James fucking DJ (laughs) Kennedy. So, of course, they start calling you know, to board, and they call Delta One, first class, and I'm assuming Raquel and James Kennedy will will walk up, right? No. Then they call Delta Comfort, which is the second best one. I thought Raquel and James would walk up. No. Then they called Zone One, which I was in, which is still kind of peasantry, and I was getting really excited because I assumed James and Raquel would be walking up next to me. No. I don't even know, but once I was boarded, about 10 minutes later that I walked in, so I think they might have been in the last zone.
1: But I strangely
3: respect them for being like budget conscious, to be like, you know what, let's save the $200. Raquel! We're saving the $200, babe! But who I did see in first class was fucking Gina from Real Housewives of Orange County and girl, did she look busted. <laughs> now, she had a really cute outfit. She had like the ripped jeans and kind of the combat boots and a leather sweater and a hat, but the hair. I'm all about change. No, this not like, a good- That blonde and- is like ridiculous. You gotta yes. get rid of that do. It's the worst. And the face was very 6 a.m. wake up call. What did Emily look like? So Emily I didn't even see on my flight, but when I got to JFK, I was keeping my eye out for other, you know, other celebrities, but, it, but I didn't see them. So then I'm, I'm rushing to try to get, get outside and call my taxi, and I'm on my phone, and I almost bump into these people right in front of me, and I look up, and I see a huge ass. <laughs> and I say, I know that ass, and next to that ass, I saw Gina, and so lo and behold, it was Emily. Emily. So I think, you know, I'm going to, for the story, I'm going to say she was on my flight. I didn't see her on the flight, but I did see her at the JFK airport, and it was extremely exciting.
0: Okay, so your friend that you were flying with, she got photos of someone. What zone was she in? She
3: sure did. So my friend was in uh, Platina, the the highest one, but so many so many people on that one are, so she wasn't sitting first class, but she did go in the first zone. And as she was walking, she saw the best celebrity setting. And this was on a little bit of a later flight, so, you know... Later than later than the six a.m., she saw Lisa Rinna, and she sent me a photo. And I sh- I said, "Damn it! I should have taken the eleven o'clock. I would trade James and Raquel and Gina any day for a Rinna spotting." And she looked good. She was cute. She got her the you know classic hair, the classic hair. She got her classic Lisa Rinna duster that you can buy on QVC for thirty nine ninety nine in twelve different <laughs> colors. Um, she had some cute joggers on, and she had you know she wears kind of like. Not Vans, but, you know, those platform-type speakers. Mm-hmm. So she was looking cute. She was looking cute. So
1: fun. Clip. So up, I had a lot of friends. Uh, I, I say a lot of – I had two friends. I went to BravoCon from work, <laughs> and they all were like – There were a lot of southern ladies. Yeah. Did you find that to be true?
0: I felt like there were a lot of, like, Midwest and southern women. And just, mm-hmm. like, the age range was just, like, very all over the place. It was crazy. I was like, you know what? These are women just across the board, just trying to get their life off of something that they truly love. And you know what? I'm here for it.
1: I'm there for it because like, they have the money. They have the time. They're
0: not busy. Yeah,
1: You know what
0: I mean? Like, But it was also like very like midlife mm-hmm, like, you know? mm-hmm. like They still have like coach
1: wallets. Maybe not a coach purse, but like, a coach <laughs> wallet. For sure.
0: Yes. You know what they should have been selling there You know what they were not selling but they should have no. had Espresso martinis mm-hmm. Like they would have been very below deck of them
1: Yeah Well that was like what was confusing to me Because I saw a lot of panels that were For like the lesser shows Like the Shaw's, the Southern Charm The Below Deck The Summer House So I was like Yeah so like, those shows I do watch for sure But like I would never Seek out their opinions or
0: thoughts on anything? Oh, so here's a fun fact that I learned from the Bravo boy Mm -hmm. um, because, you know, he was like my, uh, my partner in crime at BravoCon. Yeah. How was
1: your IRL
0: meeting? Oh my God, it was our first time meeting and it was so much fun. Like he's exactly what I imagined he'd be like. He was a shady, he's a shady queen and I love it. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) So So this shady queen had some information for us. Yeah. And here's the thing. What had happened was really he just called Lied and she just to so set, uh, uh, We just to That set, really uh, changed my life. Big, up your All right, my listeners, you can go back to an episode from season two uh, entitled Bravo, Bravo. Um, that's right, interview the Bravo Boy, and we talked for the first time. So this is our first time meeting in IRL. Um, so what did you think of me?
2: And we conquered the city.
0: We ripped it, baby!
2: Drained every last single man in the city. city. Yeah, you were exactly like I thought you would be. Just a ball of energy.
0: My exact words. I was like, you were everything I thought you were going to be. You were like, funny, dry sense of humor with sarcastic and shade. I was like, yep, exactly what I thought. Wait, you think
2: I have a dry sense of humor?
0: you definitely have like a dry of humor. you're funny, but like, you are like very like straight face with it. <laughs> it's like,
2: it's wait, the, rest, the resting bitch face.
0: I'm like, are you being serious or is this a joke? <laughs> oh, this is a joke or is it? I don't know, but I'm going to laugh. either
2: way. I know. I get that all the time that like, I can't tell if you're joking or you're just being mean. And I'm like a little both.
0: <laughs> yeah. I'm like you're, you're that person.
2: <laughs> this,
0: <laughs> You were everything I thought. Did you think like, the crowd at BravoCon was, like, very eclectic. Like, it was, like, a lot of different types of people, wouldn't you say?
2: Yeah, I was surprised. Like, I even, as I was walking from venue to venue, like, this other woman was going to the same place. And, like, she flew all the way from Puerto Rico.
0: <laughs> like, there were, like, old elderly women to, like, young people. Yes. Like, I was like, wow. Wow. And then, like, I would see people, like, with their husbands. That's when I was like, whoa, bravo. I thought
2: there would have been more gay guys there.
0: I thought so, too. Like, I was, like, you and, like, a couple. Like, I would say maybe, like, you and, like, 30 other gay men out of, like, thousands.
2: Yeah, it was a lot of either old housewife women who just sit at home and watch (laughs) a (laughs) housewife. Or they drug their poor husbands there, and the husband's just sitting there playing on his phone.
0: And then they had, like... So there were tons of panels that you could go to. And one of the panels that was really interesting was the Men of Bravo. And you would think that my boy over here with how many followers and, like, a certified Bravoholic, a.k.a. the Bravo boy, would have been hosting the Men of Bravo panel. But...
2: You would think, considering that some of the other Bravoholics hosted other panels. But honestly... It's probably my mouth because they know I don't watch my mouth. (laughs) Let's be real. What's the cringiest. So I didn't make it to the Orange County panel. However, if you go on bravotv.com, you can actually watch everything that happened at BravoCon. There's multiple videos or on the Bravo TV app. So I started going through and watching all the videos. And oh my God, the OC panel was so cringeworthy because literally... Kelly was just fighting with Shannon, Vicky, and Tamara on stage. Like, it was so, like, all I could think was, oh, my God, these people in this audience, they're trying to ask questions, and all they're doing is bickering back and forth and calling. They're having a reunion. They're having a reunion. That's what it looked like. It literally was like a reunion. Oh, my God. The host was just sitting there, and she's like, guys, guys. And, like, they were just (laughs) ignoring her.
0: She's like, guys, I can't cut it. They're, like, ripping on her necks. Yeah. How about the fact that Kelly Dodd? We're sitting at some random burger pub off of like 34th Street, and we look at Instagram, and Kelly Dodd is dun, da, da da engaged, like the eve of BravoCon, like what? Um, okay, that's
1: so suspect. Like, <sighs> like, and it's just like this giant, like somewhat toy-looking ring, and it's like. I'm happy for her, and I actually do. I actually, I hate to say this, I agree with Ramona.
0: Oh, God, what did Ramona say?
1: (sighs) I hate to say I agree with Ramona, but she said that she wants Kelly to move to New York, to the New York cast, because I guess the guy that she's engaged to is a Fox commentator that's based in New York. And I actually do think that Kelly Dodd could do that.
0: Her confessionals are witty.
1: Mm, mm -hmm. And like she's dramatic, she's funny, she's kind of shameless. Like, Yeah, she fits New York very well. So I was supportive of that motion, but also like so barfy with the engagement the night before.
2: Right the day before it starts.
0: Like staged much?
2: Did you see that uh, Ramona's going to be a bridesmaid and Dorinda's going to be officiating the wedding?
0: So is Bravo paying for this wedding?
2: Uh, I doubt they're paying, but I got a feeling, this is just a hunch, that Kelly, because the dude lives in New York, that You Kelly, think she's going to flip? I think she will be the first housewife to cross over. I bet.
0: Oh my gosh. I mean, that would be a good one. She's very confrontational. And if they're going to have to get rid of Bethany, you got to replace
2: it with something really good. Like, could you imagine her and Ramona? together oh my god
0: i would i live oh my gosh i went to one of the producer panels and they confirmed that they do pay for the trips they pay
2: for the housewives' trips well yeah you didn't know that
0: um i couldn't confirm that because what is the hierarchy on who gets to go on good trips and who doesn't because sometimes i think bravo's mad at some people when they send them on certain trips i'm
2: like oh Oh, y'all thought that was going to be fun for them they don't even pick the destinations like what that's why some of the like they're like oh well i have family who are irish let's go to ireland yeah like that's they just try and make a connection but no they don't even pick where they get to go
0: okay interesting you have all the tea like also tell people what you told me about being invited to BravoCon.
2: Like, not every housewife from every franchise was invited. So, if you were invited, your full trip and everything were paid. If you were not invited, you were asked not to even show up. Wait, um, what? They would security. ask you
0: not to show
1: up? Oh. Like, why would they pay for a shot of Sunset to be there and not send you more in? You know what I
2: mean? They all... If you wasn't invited to BravoCon, you received an email saying, please don't show up or anything like that due to security reasons because... Every talent had assigned two security guards. So, like, they weren't allowed to walk around the venues freely or anything like that just due to, like, security and not wanting to cause a mob and whatnot. I actually bailed BravoCon early, like, Sunday. I went to go for the very first photo op, and, like, they shut down the venue because they said they were at capacity, and then we had to get out. And then I was in the VIP line and made us get out of line. Then I tried to get to the next panel, and then that one they wouldn't open the doors to because they said it was already full. So I was like, "Screw this!" And then I went meet up with Deandra, and we went eat, and then we went tour to New York. I mean, you were
0: literally having BravoCon without being at BravoCon because you were with Deandra,
2: <laughs> right? Like, okay, our way through the city.
0: I love that. My f- also the producer panels were so good on Sunday. I got to ask a question at one of the producer panels what you you ask? Um, what did I ask? Okay, so I asked them something along the lines of... Next question. So you talked about the housewives breaking the fourth wall, but what about for the producers? I feel like oftentimes I see the conversations y'all have in the confessionals or y'all are more involved, or it'll be like the hush-hush tones that you have behind closed doors when you're talking to a housewife. So I want to know if you feel like you also have to feel like I'm prepared to be a reality star, because you're not always behind the camera.
3: These producers, because I'm mostly in post, but when I do go to do the questions, I like to say sometimes I like to hold for the cast. Like some, you have no choice. Like they're your family. Yeah.
0: So like speaking to them, you have to get what you, you have to get the right responses. So therefore, you are doing cross-rushes on the side, and you are asking the tough questions, so they could answer. So we're kind of like their family, you know. Yeah. I know because my voice has been aired many times on <laughs> But it's never, when I make the decision to air my question, it's not because I want to be out there. If anyone knows me, I'm very just like, I want to go home and go to bed. That's just my life, period. But I remember when Karen Taxes happened. It was a very...
2: Yeah, I definitely like how they're kind of breaking the fourth wall a lot more yep. because it makes it feel more real to me. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Did you get to any of the photo ops?
0: Oh my gosh. The only one I got to do uh, was the Project Runway one because that one had the shortest line. I signed up to do the Real Housewives one and it was like, I was like number 79 on the wait list. Oh my God. And then as I'm going up to ask about like how much longer, um, Amanda Petula from Summer House cuts in front of me in line and gets to have her photo op moment. And the lady at security was like, She's like, that's why there's a holdup. She's like, because every time a celebrity comes through, she's like, we have to give them first priority. I was like, like, damn you, Amanda. And your, what's their drink called? Lover boy.
2: Oh, yeah. I forgot about that.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah, you were with me. I bought one of those. I was like, it's all right.
2: Oh, yeah, see, but I didn't know what that was. I didn't realize after BravoCon that, oh, that was a housewife drink.
0: (laughs) Not even a housewife drink, a summer house, like a rip-off show drink.
2: Yeah, they should have been giving that shit away for free.
0: But I I do enjoy summer house. It's a good show. I just throw it on the background and do mundane
2: shows. It's good to have one in the
0: background. Of what? While you're doing chores.
2: Girl, I'd rather listen to a fucking... Nails on a chalkboard.
0: That's basically what the counter sounds like.
2: <laughs> I know, and that's why the show was amazing.
0: <laughs> Did you hear her recapping on Wendy Williams?
2: Uh. Oh my God! She- I heard. wait—is that where she's like, you know, me and Andy, we both had our own late-night shows. <laughs> yes, we were the only. T- yes, yes. <laughs> she's like, like we're oh, the
0: only God. ones. She was
2: still herself. Like, of
0: course, that would be like her view of what BravoCon was.
2: It was amazing. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. It- and then she was... Oh, I didn't tell you the best part about her cabaret show. Oh, please tell. She was two and a half hours late.
0: No, she was not. Diva.
2: So then in the middle of the show, when it comes time for, like, the audience ask questions, one girl grabs the mic and she goes, Louane, why were you so fucking late? And everybody's like, oh. And she's like you know, honestly, darling, they told me the wrong time. They told me to be here at nine, not eight. And I'm like, okay, so then you were an hour and a half late. Oh my God, she would. And then I got to meet her backstage, which was cool. There were so many drunk women. Like I put videos on my Insta stories. There was one, she was falling asleep during the cabaret.
0: Like, I mean, but you have to like, think about it. It's like, the demographic of women who watch Bravo are like, you know, m- middle aged mothers, working women types who come on and turn the TV on at the end of like a long day and they just right. binge watch some episodes. So when BravoCon comes around, they're like, get rid of your kids, find a babysitter, and book they- the tickets, get the girls, let's go. It's BravoCon. And they just go balls to the wall
2: right and then i was in vip section so these were all vip women which means it was free alcohol it's all free food and free alcohol and vip
0: they're like let's party like like it's vanderpump
2: (laughs) yes 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 oh
0: my god vanderpump people were going hard at bravo con like they were living their best lives
2: i didn't even see them actually like
0: i only saw video footage of them there was just so much happening and i didn't do any of like the upcharge things see logan's coming from a vip perspective where I'm coming for a general admission perspective. Which yeah, well,
2: I had a press pass.
0: But um, oh excuse me, correction, y'all, he had a press pass.
2: Yeah, so like I didn't have VIP, but with the press pass, I was basically got into everything like a VIP.
0: Well, because I was riding solo a lot, I was able to get into stuff VIP It was able to sneak in. They're like, you're by yourself. I was like, yeah. They're like, oh, we got an empty seat. Come on. I was like, won't he do it? Yes, Lord. get me in there
2: I just want to come back to New York though I heard y'all been is it snowing
0: um no it hasn't snowed since last uh Sunday last last Sunday Monday um (sighs) so it's been it's been pretty good weather today like today I was wearing a leather jacket and I was fine um but yeah
2: I want to move there so bad do it
0: babes do it move up here New York's calling
2: Did you find an apartment? I
0: haven't yet, but I'm actually going to go look at one tomorrow morning at 9 a.m. And I think it might be the one. It's not in the area that I was hoping to live in, but the apartment is beautiful looking from the photos that I've seen. And it's in a neighborhood that's close to all my friends um, who are from South Carolina. And it's like a 30 minute commute from work. So I'm like, okay, this will be good for like my first year in the city.
2: So we'll see. Why don't you tell your listeners or conversation about your apartment hunting? Wait, what's what about it? When you were like, "Yeah, I'm looking at this apartment. And it's at this <laughs> location and all that. Oh, my work, you know what? I- my works on the west side, but this apartment's on the east side. And I'm like, girl, you just want to say you live on the east side, the upper east side. Don't <gasps> I lie. did?
0: I wanted to be a bougie housewife and say I live like upper west or upper east side. But I'm realizing that my poor little rich girl champagne uh, taste beer budget can't afford to do that. So, your bitch is looking at Washington Heights, which, you know, still in Manhattan, but at the teepee tippy, tippy top. <laughs>
3: Welcome to Colleen Terry, a modern day woman's approach to Dear
0: Abby Letters. you need to get yeah so if you want to just go ahead and start the dear abby and this is already recording yeah let me mute myself all
1: right that's not what i thought it was just a self-help article nothing special
0: (laughs) okay yeah just take your time and you can pause whenever you want to okay i need
1: like water ah give me a sec
0: so dramatic i love it we've got a diva on set quiet water
1: she, quiet i'm literally <laughs> sitting in my bathroom on a pillow any candles from ross <laughs> no nope, no candles i'm just in the dark oh
0: she's beautiful. so committed i love her <laughs> oh her ready? ready okay
1: ready okay dear abby i have a wedding etiquette question i hope you can help me with my fiance's best friend rocky is his best friend since childhood He's a great person and I couldn't ask for a better friend for my future husband. Here's the problem though. Rocky happens to be a well-known celebrity. While many relatives and friends have met him, many have not. My fiance and I are normal people with average lives and we know Many of our guests will be starstruck out at the event. We want Rocky to enjoy the day like everyone else and not be hounded by fans wanting pictures or autographs. We have spoken with him about our concerns and we are all on the same page. What is the best way to handle this? Should I tell people beforehand or just let them show up at the wedding and see what happens? Your insight would be much appreciated. Sincerely, Baffled Bride To Be. Okay, super, super, super easy, actually. Not hard at all, like, pussy shit. Not okay. Sorry to curse, but you just need to preface everybody. You need to say, hey, you guys, Brian's best friend is Chris Pratt. He's going to be there. You have to be cool. You have to give your parents, friends, and all of your friends 100% bird's eye view of a situation because, like, let them know that they're going to be interacting with someone of, like, that's famous before you just spring the on them on your wedding day because that saves you the time of like you still get the attention because like they all know that Chris Pratt and or like Paul Rudd is going to be walking down the aisle. So they're not like, what? Like you, why would you save a surprise of that caliber for them to be like, Oh, don't be weird. You guys like, no, you have to tell them a hundred percent beforehand. Be like, yo sis. Jax Taylor is, for whatever reason, my fiance's best friend from childhood. And no, you did not. I'm sorry, you did not say Jax <laughs> <Yeah>. Taylor. <laughs> all people. No. Okay. No, I'm gonna move. I just yeah. had to I'm just naming people. It's like if there's anyone that's like at all spectacular that's walking down the aisle, you need to let them know. Also, if like for that person's comfort. Like, that person doesn't want to spend the whole night introducing himself to people and be like, yep, this is me. Uh, yeah, uh-huh, yeah, I was in the Avengers. Like, you just have to tell everyone that you possibly can this person is going to be there and that they need to be cool about it. Like, you need to be like, hey, so, just so you know, he's going to be there. Chan Tam's going to be there, but you have to be cool, okay? Because he's very sensitive when people are not cool about it. Like, maybe, like, kind of lie a little bit and be like, yeah, they get really weird and people aren't cool about it. And that way you've preserved the day for yourself. You preserve the day for them. They can still be there for you. And then everyone else can just kind of be like, that was kind of a wacky wedding moment that that person was there. But it doesn't become like, okay, it's going to be really hard to walk down the aisle after Robert Downey Jr., I'm just saying, like you've really set yourself up for disaster if you're like, no, no, no one can know. It's just Jamie Foxx walking down the aisle before me because <laughs> no, sis, it's not gonna like I'm sure your dress is beautiful, and I'm sure you're doing a great job, and I'm sure your love is like timeless and no one can compete with it, but it would be fucking bizarre if I was like, and then John Ham and then me. Like, no. So you need to tell everyone that's gonna happen. Set very clear expectations. Everyone will say, Oh hi, there he is. They'll see him, they'll say hello, and then they'll wait for you. Okay, let's see what Abby says. Abby says, by all means let your guests know at the time you receive their RSVPs that there will be a celebrity present at your wedding. This is not a public appearance. He will only be there as a wedding party. They should also know oh perfect they should also be told that your fiance would appreciate if guests would refrain from seeking autographs or pictures if you tell them what kind of behavior you expect from them there will be less of a mob scene okay perfect and then P.S. if Rocky's approached he should have the presence of mind to point out nicely that this is your day and he would prefer to keep it that way okay so we all agree like
0: stop being crazy that's it
1: Thank you for
0: feeding me that beautiful Dear Abby. It was amazing. Yay. I'm so glad we got one in this season. I was like, the people want Dear Abby. <laughs> they want some Polly What are you
1: doing for Thanksgiving?
0: Um, I'll be walking in the, I forgot that Thanksgiving coming up. It's because I'm not going home that I don't care. But I'm walking in the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade.
1: No, I want more people to know this. With who? And
0: um, when? And to what song? Um... <laughs> Well, I don't know if I'm allowed to say yet who it's with because you know oh, okay. I had to sign like non-disclosure agreements for my job, and you guys know okay, that I have a big okay. mouth, so I don't really tell y'all where I work because you know I like to be hush hush. <laughs> fair enough. Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. Because <laughs> again, that non-disclosure, I'm like, I don't know what this covers because I didn't read it all. Um, <laughs> but you don't want to yeah. like chance it, and I totally respect that. <laughs> yeah, I honestly learned that from you when you started when you worked at mm-hmm. your, when you got your job in Philly. I was like, you know what less is more yeah when i get one of those what's that thing you call a job when i get one of those <laughs> no, i'm not gonna mention it on here i'm not gonna put it on blast love it yeah okay
1: well if you need a place to stay in six days you know you can always just commute from
0: philly oh that's true it's a two-hour commute come on over come on, on over for baby, baby. <laughs> all right well i Perfect. love you sis i love you too bye
3: bye, bye.
0: I just called to say, it's kinda hard to record a podcast when you're um, homeless. So let's review. I received a dream job in New York City and then three days later, I packed my stuff out of my sister's she shed and I moved to the big city. Okay, cool. Then I lived on my best friend Becky's couch for two months in the East Village. Thinking I'd find a place real quick, wrong, delay after delay with finding an apartment. They want a broker's fee, a guarantor, a brief bio about yourself, your blood type, maybe your guarantor's blood type, and all that just to tell you, "Mm, I'm sorry honey, you've been denied from the unit. What happened to the good old days? Just a classic security deposit and first month's rent. Okay, had to make a detour subletted a friend's room in Washington Heights. Okay, I continued to search for an apartment while using the fear of being homeless and living under a bridge as my motivation. Long story short, New Year's Eve, a bitch was homeless. New Year's Day, I found a room to rent in Brooklyn. And January 2nd, your girl paid rent for the first time in her entire life. I know, hashtag privilege. But with all that being said, I just called to say, stay tuned because season three will be back and in full effect with more stories, callers and special guests. Cause you know, now I don't have the stress of being a homeless podcaster. Don't forget y'all, this is a people show. So I need y'all to call in, confront your roommates, rant about the sexy, stupid delivery pizza guy you'll never see again. Rave about the talkative Uber driver. Or reminisce on the good old days with a friend. Link in bio on our Instagram page to record or hit the description button in this episode and you'll find a link to record. It's that simple. Leave us a voicemail at I Just Called to Say Podcast. Beep, beep.